It is 6.23 a.m. Saturday, August 27th, 2022. Now you're supposed to be on here until tomorrow. I'm supposed to be in Las Vegas, Nevada right now. I'm supposed to be laid in my room, hung the fuck over. And celebrating the first day of releasing my stress. But I'm not. I'm at home. I'm sitting outside. After meditating. And praying. And seeing how things have unfolded the last couple of weeks. And I'm not happy at all. So, I decided, you know what? Let me speak to the people in the way that I can speak to the people. But I'm going to speak to a worldwide audience. Instead of going on Facebook Live. And start disrespecting people because I'm not going to do that shit. I'm not going to be like somebody that I've given four opportunities to in the past two years. I'm not going to be that person to go on my podcast and bash somebody. Over an issue that had nothing to do with me. See, that's what happened on Tuesday. The Negative Degree Podcast. I hired the person that runs that four times. Two slots. I actually didn't even hire him. On those, I gave him two slots, two opportunities to showcase his talent. These last two shows that I've done, he's been hired to do a job. And when I watched that podcast, it really, really pissed me off and it broke my heart at the same time. And you know why? It's because two reasons. One, he spoke on an issue that had nothing to really do with him. And two, he got paid all four times. And He got an opportunity. And also, in that one hour, everything he said, he contradicted towards the end. 
And it's kind of confusing. At the same time, it's like, why would you talk shit if you're going to contradict yourself towards the end? And ever since then, my energy shifted. And it always does that when you're trying to elevate and become one with your purpose, one with your spirit. Because in your heart, you mean well, because your heart is pure and it's good. But there's always somebody that has to be negative and want to point you out to be evil. When then themselves think they are inferior and themselves think that they're perfect and they're not. I know I have fucked up before. I have fucked up lately. But as I look back on some of these things and these incidents, as I just said, I mean well. My heart is good and it's pure, so I mean well. When I want to do things like this, when I want to, you know, create opportunities for people that A, haven't gotten an opportunity, two, would like an opportunity, or three, basically do it for the culture, do it for the respect that they have for me. Now, I wouldn't feel right if I left for Las Vegas and didn't settle two things with two good people. And as I was getting ready to do that Thursday, Facebook, and my bank locked my account. For months I've been fighting Facebook. If you guys have been being monetized for Facebook Reels and everything else too. I was hacked in February. Two weeks before my birthday I got hacked. But I was able to contact Facebook submit my identification, show proof that I owned the page on Facebook of the Petty Refugee Project, the page that was affected. Of course, my personal account as well, because Petty, the Petty Murphy comedy page was uh, attacked as well. So, I was able to gain ownership back. And on March 4th, 
anything that that person who hacked my account did, I got rid of. I deleted, changed things, changed passwords, checking account information. I changed it on March 4th. The payout was sent to the hacker's account March 21st. And I kept fighting, like, where's my money, where's my money, where's my money? Come to find out when I did check, I had to download the Meta Business Suite app. They they paid it, but they sent it to a wrong account, so I talked to somebody in May, verified that the account they sent that to was fraud, and gave them my right checking account information. So here comes September, uh, August 24th. That was Wednesday. Now, the payout came Sunday, and Monday, Tuesday, one or two business days, the third day is Wednesday. So, everything was ready to go. Checked Thursday morning, it was in my account. So, Thursday night, as I'm getting ready to take care of these two issues, went to the ATM, and could not withdraw anything out. Okay. Didn't need to pay the guy. I had to just contact my bank, customer service. Come to found out that Facebook took the payment that they owed me. I mean, I mean, this is almost six months of back pay. They took it back. So, that pissed me the hell off. And I thought this issue would be taken care of yesterday. Hell, because of this issue, because I know how this shit goes, I actually applied for a business loan with a lender. See, most hated productions, most hated brand, Petty Murphy Projects, all one big business. So, I have a business account. I have a tax ID and all that good shit. And I did this Thursday. Submitted the paperwork on Thursday. And I was thinking before I got out of court for the issue that happened with the person in Hutchinson. That that issue would be resolved if the person showed up. And he didn't once again show up. So now I gotta go back to court September the 30th. And thinking that this issue would be taken care of, I'd be on my way to Las Vegas later on that evening. Get ready to see Chris Brown tonight. No. So I'm here. And I'm not happy. Because I woke up this morning. And I felt different. And I felt like I needed to speak to the people today. I didn't want to wait till tomorrow Sunday groove. Or the power of the underground or body and soul. Or just the Petty Murphy Project. Which Sunday Funday is tomorrow everybody. Please check it out on all platforms. I need to speak to y'all is because. 
I'm not the only one that's been feeling this way. When it comes to hate and drama. There are two brothers in Wichita, Kansas that I highly respect. That's Mr. Troy Andrews. And of course, Mr. Devon Bray. And seeing the pictures of those two coming together in the name of not only entertainment, but to uplift in the city in Wichita, Kansas, where I, my career started, everybody. Right, that's how I know these two. I know Bray longer. And seeing how people can basically try to cause drama and beef. Then I have to think about what DJ Frostbite did Tuesday. Not knowing that I had already talked to DJ Three Fingers. Who I've known for a long time. Before we even got into the entertainment lane that we're in. So he knows my character. He knows I'm a good person. And he knows that I make things right. I still owe this man. And what Frostbite did. Not only did he disrespect me. But he disrespected Three Fingers. Because Three Fingers told Frostbite. Keep it off of social media. Frostbite wanted to go on his podcast and talk shit. Three Fingers said no. Then he wanted Three Fingers to come on his podcast to talk shit. Three Fingers said no. Out of respect. See... And I want to say a big shout out to Kendrick Somerville... A billionaires forever. Key Gotti. He told me this a couple years ago. Now, and this has stuck with me a long time, and this is why I want to speak to you. When you go on social media, on any platform that has video, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube. And you rant. And you rant. You get a hundred. Motherfuckers. Who feel like they have to tell their opinion. They have to say something to feel important. You get a hundred motherfuckers who don't understand the whole damn story. They just want to get their opinion. And they'll make themselves look good for shits, likes, and giggles. And as I stated earlier, when I watched the Negative Degree podcast, I'm not giving this to publicity, by the way, so do not watch that shit. Frostbite, you contradicted yourself towards the end of telling your story. See, I met you two years ago. And if it wasn't for the MC Lace, you would never got an opportunity to perform at Most Hated New World Order. Here in Kansas City, July 11, 2020. And you have to understand 
that this show was supposed to be in, in May of 2020. But this city was locked down. Johnson County was locked down. Jackson County was locked down. Because it was held in KCMO at the Rumley Event Space Center in the West Bottoms here in Kansas City. Near Old Kemper Arena, which is known as High V Arena. It opened back up in June. But was limited capacity. See, the Rumley holds about a good 500 people. In the room that we're in, about 500 people. In the room we're in is 500. Then there's another room where it opens up for about another 200. So 700 people could have been there if it was no pandemic. And there was no COVID. But what you fail to realize when you spoke on Moss, who I love that young man. Y'all check him out too. DJ Moss, check them out. Most amazing sounds. You guys need to check him out. The kid's just fucking awesome. Moss was not the host DJ either. Moss paid for a slot to showcase his talent in DJing. And beatboxing. And he also was a part of Nick Gibbs' set. His mom, who's his manager, paid the slot fee. You, on the other hand, I met at Waltz, so Central and Rock Road in Wichita. My favorite spot, by the way, when I go to Wichita, everybody. And if I'm there on a Thursday night. Big shout out to the MC Lace, my best friend for over almost 30, well, yeah, near, damn near three decades. Lace was supposed to host that show. But he couldn't because of the job that he has, the sound device, his boss. Told him if he traveled from Wichita to Kansas City, he would have to quarantine for 10 days. And my boy has multiple kids. And I couldn't let that happen. Because he's family. That's my brother. So I understood that. So I ended up hosting my own show. But Frostbite, I met you that night in Wichita. 4th of July weekend. And you... Got the opportunity for a slot. You got a slot. And yes, you did spend your money by buying the bus ticket and an Uber to the venue and stuff too, but you had no money to get back. But you didn't tell the fact that myself, Boss's mom and stepdad, put money in your pocket. It was more than the $50 that I gave you. You didn't tell the fact that the reason why you and Moss were going back and forth with the DJ mixing is because KW3 had been there all day. And what I did by that, what I created that slot, those two, that slot for you, it allowed KW3 to go take a break. You understand KW3 also DJed the night before 
at the strip club. So I had to give this man time to rest, take a break. What you fail to realize is that you had an opportunity. And when I told you that you can be better than what you are, I meant that. So let's go to January the 8th this year. You had the opportunity for a slot. I gave you a slot January the 8th at Peerless. And you talked about no Peerless having an established crowd. But yet you forgot that I had a relationship. I have a relationship with the management. A very good relationship. And I set this show up in October of last year. And somebody dropped out. Well, let me take that back. My little brother was supposed to start doing was supposed to do comedy and he didn't promote, so I basically kicked his ass off the show. So I gave you the opportunity. My ride. To Wichita failed. So you did come up here and grab me from Olathe to Wichita. I was able to interview Dallas Chuck T on my way to Wichita, on my way to Peerless. And when I walked in, there was already people there. Cool. We're going to make a great night. Because I already knew that the artists like Tone, Tone G, Satilla, King Prodigy, Sick and Twisted, Live Fast, Live Forever, was formerly known as Root Actions, King Ja, PDG, Those who performed that night had already promoted the show, had already sold tickets. And by the time that the tickets stopped being sold, it already buzzed to where people did show up and had no problem paying the $15 at the door. Did you tell the people that you got paid for doing a good deed? Because I told you I was going to put money in your pocket for doing that good deed. You made sure that the show happened. And it was a good damn show. That show wasn't whack at all. That was a damn good night. It's because you have people of all walks of life. From motorcycle gangs to normal people like me and you. 
show up and come out and have a good time. I don't need to speak about June 18th, because I've already spoke about that. I don't need to speak about most hated The Last Dance. But I will say one thing. Is that you have a problem with women. Right after the most hated suit and tie shit. A few days later. You did do a, wet, a black wedding. And yes we all know black people shit don't start on time. Hell. Live events don't start on time. But these people paid you. To do your one job. And you shit it on him. On your podcast in June. And then. Right after a couple women from that wedding. From the wedding party. Showed up where you were at. Afterwards. And you talked more shit on these women. And these women are black. African American just like you. And many people wanted me to pull you off of Most Hated The Last Dance. But I didn't do that. It's because I spoke to you in your inbox. And I told you, hey, this is not a good look. I got people contacting me and want me to kick you off the show. But I'm not going to do that. So I gave you 48 hours to apologize to the people and delete that episode. Come to find out that he never did apologize when he deleted that episode. He did another one. He never apologized. So it did not it surprised me that his actions would lead up to what we're talking about right now. Like I said, I have two issues that I take care of. And one's with Vivo. The venue that helped most hated the last dance. There's two issues on that. One of them is a simple fix. The other one, I'm going to talk to the woman, the manager that you, Frostbite, disrespected. And see, I don't normally get calls from owners of venues when it comes to the talent. Or the DJ. I only got wet one time. That was at the Firelight Lounge. Now it's the day after the first most uh, most hated night one of unfinished business. That was night one. Right after, the day after. But never in my wildest dreams I would think my DJ would be the one that the owner contacted me about. And after that, I denied that it happened because... My, my, and none of none of the pe- people that I put on these shift the venue or its staff. That's that that is fact. My brother, you have some issues with women. Hell, you have some deep rooted issues yourself. But when it comes to issues that do not concern you, and I always say this shit, mind the business that pays you.
and that's what you should have did. And when you contradicted yourself, bro, you made yourself look more of an idiot. And it's sad. So I think you're a very great talent. I think you're a very smart brother. But the energy of negativity that you put out will keep you, will hold you back. But to disrespect somebody that gave you an opportunity on multiple occasions and put money in your pocket, that's another story. You didn't like how I promoted this show. Not promoted the show correctly. Video drops, audio drops, you know, going on different podcasts such as Stand the Man Podcast, going on 180 Life, going on Chop On It Radio. To promote for you guys, to give you guys no exposure. Having people watch you guys do what you do. And you shit it on all of that. Where people like the show. People enjoy the show. You gotta forget, people watch the live stream. Not just on YouTube. When you watch it on Facebook. They watched the whole thing. And they liked it. So what? There wasn't many people there. But there was many people watching at home. And they enjoyed it. See, that's the problem, young man. You don't pay attention to nothing. But I do pay attention. Pay attention to everything. And I have to. The thing is, is that I feel bad that I haven't taken care of uh, Three Fingers and I should have taken care of him. I should have taken care of him the same day I took care of you, but like I said, shit happens. And some shit did happen. But I'm going to get him taken care of. I'm going to get Bebo taken care of. But I woke up this morning. 6.23 a.m. Saturday, August 27th, 2022. To speak to you. The people. To let you know. At 6.54 a.m. Central Standard Time. Saturday, August 27, 2022. This is my message to all of you. Once this is all done, I take care of everybody. Everybody is happy. 
I don't want nobody to stress out. This will be taken care of. One monkey does not stop the show. But you gotta be real at all times. And I've been real all the time. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I have hustle in my heart. Because you gotta have hustle, you gotta have hustle, you gotta have heart in this business. And all I want is the same thing that everybody wants, and that's respect. So when people ask me, are you really done doing shows? Yes, I am done doing shows the way that you have seen it. I am done doing these type of shows that you have seen. Going back to the basics. And as I stated, I will have a team with me. A team that is willing to invest. That are willing to hustle. That will promote. I ain't got time to be working with opportunistic hobbyists anymore. You gotta be professional to work with me. There will be contracts. There will be fees paid and fees due prior to getting your name on that flyer. Prior to you to getting tickets to sell. If you pull out the show 24 to 48 hours before the show and you sold tickets, in that contract there will state that ticket money must be forfeited to me or it's breach of contract. See, the whole damn thing is that there's no being accountability being held. Oh, there's people saying that I should be held accountable. But you can't hold somebody accountable when they did their job. When they showed you how to do the job. When they created the opportunity for you to do your job. You can't hold that person accountable. Now you can hold them accountable if the show doesn't happen. But you can't hold them accountable for the actions of other people. Those who did not show up to these events that I have done this year. These three events. That's on them. And that's between them and God. I look at it this way. The show must go on. Either way it goes. And that's how... 
people need to start viewing things. Especially entertainers. How many opportunities like the one that I'm giving you are going to ever come your way again? If you don't show up, if you don't promote yourself. Because I can only do so much as a promoter. But remember, I've said this before, I'm not promoting to your fan base. I'm promoting to a fan base that is untapped, a market that is untapped, and that's the people overall. It is the artists and the comedians, the entertainers' job to promote themselves in the event. But nobody gets that part. Nobody understands opportunity to the fullest form of the truest meaning of opportunity. Nobody understands that definition. But I woke up this morning after my meditation session and I feel good now. I feel better now. And I feel great now that I came on here this morning at 7.01 a.m. Central Standard Time, Saturday, August 27, 2022. To speak to you. Because everything I do, whether it's the Petty Murphy Project, whether it's a most hated show, whether it's just doing a show, period. I don't do this for me. I do this for you. You, the people. So, with that, tomorrow, Sunday fun day on the Petty Murphy Project. Now, with this little issue of mine that happened on Wednesday, into Thursday, be done in time. Will this issue be done where I will be, where I will be doing the Petty Murphy Project live from Las Vegas? Or will I be at home? That is the question. But until then, I bid you adieu. Good morning. And goodbye. And bang. You think you know me? 